Hello and welcome, all agents, trainers, Pikmin bloomers, ballers, lightship pilots, eighth wall advertisers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Welcome to episode number 81 of the Wayspotters podcast. Wayspotters is brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. And today is another Friday. It's actually July 28th, 2023. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Good. Now, I got a question for you. Here's the question of the day. Did you pay attention in high school literature class? Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, this is what I'm talking about. My fate cries out and makes each petty artery in this body as hardy as the Nehemiah lion's nerve. Still, I am called. Unhand me, gentlemen. By heaven, I'll make a ghost of him that's let me. I say, away! Go on, I'll follow thee. He waxes desperate with imagination. Let's follow. Tis not fit thus to obey him. Have after. To what issue will this come? Something is rotten in the Netherlands. Heaven will detect it. Nay, let's follow him. Now, you guys are probably very confused as to what's going on right now, and I want to let you know, we're not going to read the br- the brilliant works of William Shakespeare for the next hour. However, something is a foul in the Netherlands, and we're here to talk about it. But before we get there, I do believe that Chris has some news. We do. And now, the latest Niantic news from the Wayspotters podcast, presented by the Pokemon Professor Network. Alright, so we're going to start positive, and then we're going to kind of go downhill from there. So, buckle up. Uh, Niantic has adjusted the algorithms to show edits from not only your home location, but your bonus location as well. I think that they've just opened up edits to go like wherever you get nominations or reviews from, because I'm getting them from all over. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been all over. So I get reviews from all over and I've gotten a ton of edits. So hopefully this will kind of push through a lot of the edits that have been stagnant for the last little bit, which would be really good. Cause I still got ones open from February. And that's only cause you have a spreadsheet of all of your that's- edits. <laughs> And no, yes, nobody exactly. else in the yeah. world has a spreadsheet of their edits, but no. Chris has a spreadsheet of his edits. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, I do. Uh, speaking of edits, um, one of the ambassadors, Timbal Tupinen, I can never say that butchering name. that name again, um, identified a problem. So if you do, if you submit a location edit or any edit, really. And, and then you open up a ticket with Niantic because they changed it, say you can't do an edit greater than 10 meters now, right? So now you have, to, if you want to move something more than 10 meters, you have to get Niantic to do it. If you get Niantic to do it, it doesn't override the original edit that is in the system. So you could get Niantic to fix something and then later on down the road that edit will will show up that other people so it's causing problems oh geez um at least at least when the edit does show up in the reviews it gives you the option between what niantic fixed like the correct correct location and then whatever the suggested edits are interesting um that's but it also got up into the 
Yes, it also brought up another good point. The edits for removed waste spots are still in the system. So you could potentially be doing waiting on edits for something that's been removed. <laughs> so, um, well, remember we kind of talked about that last week about how things were were being duplicated, and you could yep. be you know voting on something that was already uh, approved or denied, and then you didn't get yep. credit in your Wayfair for that because it was already decisioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is probably the same boat. Um, Niantic Aaron responded that they're looking into it. So yeah. Niantic Aaron has been very, very active on the, um, very active, like, like very every day. Right. That one bot that, that go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. The bot. That one bot in in our discord that says, Hey, Niantic said what? It's just like, bing, 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 bing. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) calm down. I'm like, if Aaron gets paid by the by the message, he's gonna make a a mint this month. <laughs> yes, yes, he will. Um, last one. Speaking of Niantic, Aaron, Niantic, Aaron responded to an abuse post on the forums, indicating they are dealing with multiple mass abuse reports at the moment. So the progress might seem slow, but rest assured, they are all in queue, they are all in the pipeline, and they are thoroughly investigating every single one. I am waiting on one from a couple weeks ago. Yep. But they did say they did send me an email saying, hey, we have it. We're looking into it. We're being as thorough as possible. Please be patient. So I was like, cool. Take take yeah. as much time as you want. So, Chris, that's so interesting that you read that last piece of news. It's almost like we planned this show ahead of time. <laughs> that is exactly what I want to talk about in topic number one. So topic number one, uh, I'm going to call it when abuse takes over an area. And um, for reference material, we'll link it in the show notes. There is a um, there was a, a thread on the community forums that talked about some abuse that was going on in the Netherlands. Hence our little Shakespearean play in the very beginning of uh, the episode. So it appears that there's bots just running wild all over the Netherlands. And I believe it first started in germany correct me if i'm wrong um a lot of or or it's a lot of it's either a bot or it's a lot of explorers with a lot of time on their hands um but just to kind of lay out what's happening there are people bots whatever you want to call them nominating lots of fake waste spots in the netherlands so there's a couple different ways that it's happening there's just straight out fake nominations in there and then there's people who are who are taking an existing waste spot and they are copying the picture and description and they are submitting it somewhere else, 200, 300, 400, 500 kilometers away from where it's supposed to be. So it's a legitimate waste spot. It's just in the wrong place. Then there's people that are nominating things that are not eligible, such as light posts with numbers on them. And these are going in by the dozens and it's just polluting areas. So there's a lot of different um bits of cheating and abuse going on in that area. Chris, do you want to go over the other part of that? Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, it's the, the light post one is crazy. Um, yeah. There's, there's also people are just nominating stuff that they've created on, on their own like houses and like drainage pipes. And, and that whole thread is just crazy. Because yeah, it there's is people crazy. kind of defending. The, yeah. The, oh, it's it's the, the worst part is it's like, oh well, Niantic let it happen, so I'm just gonna do it because yeah. what? 
What are you talking about? There was one thing that I wanted to read, and it's from R A I J N Y U Ingress, um, and it was put on the uh, was put on the forums on the twenty fifth. So it reads: It's getting out of hand rather quickly. Every town I visit has a handful, up to several dozen, of these fake trail markers, streetlight IDs, or hydrant signs. I discovered the above area last week before finding this discussion, and I've already sent through abuse through the form. So far, I got a response saying it's been looked into. Hopefully, this gets resolved fast but the damage is spreading quickly the hydrant sign should also be looked into these signs point at nearby underground hydrants most of them are two to three meters away from the sign these hydrants are used for a few services one of them are firefighters slash emergency services i don't think it's safe to have player gather have players gather around these uh signs lures or raids and pogo um, as this is a chance to obstruct emergency services. Unlike the light, unlike the street light ID signs, these hydrants are less common, but still common enough to be found roughly every 100 to 200 meters. You walk around town. Around my house, there are three and a 65 meter radius. So that just kind of defines the problem. And one of the things that we will share on socials this week is just, it's a... Um, you know, when you go in and you're reviewing the nearby location and it shows all of the nearby POIs, it's a it's a it's a list of all of the light posts with IDs on them that if someone is reviewing it, who's not from that area might not know that's just a generic light post. Um, but it's quite troubling that. Well, I'll get into that later, the troubling part. I'll stick to the facts right now. But the problem is, is people, bots, whomever are taking advantage of cracks in the Wayfarer system to get things in. And when you look at this on the Intel map, you can clearly see there are three, four, five POIs in each cell where they shouldn't be. And these are getting ported into Pokemon Go because they're moving it from a legitimate location to a false location, and that's how they're getting it in. But Chris, the one thing I wanted to hear from you on, and I know you jumped in on this thread, is people are getting upset. People are getting butt hurt because are. people are people are getting banned and people are getting disciplined because they started following the trend of what they saw. So I wanted to hear your perspective on this. Yeah. So and the, there's a lot of people in there are just like, well, if it's and this is great. Sea Princess had a great comment. So someone was like, well, Niantic's letting it happen, so I'm just going to do it too. Like, why Why would I not want more Pokestops? Or why would I not want more portals? And if Niantic's not going to stop it, then I'm just going to jump aboard the abuse train and whatever. It's like, if if I put all of my money on a table and then walk away, like, should, you know, I expect not someone to steal it? And then Sea Princess was like, yeah, when I was four, I was taught stealing is bad. <laughs> right. exactly. I thought that was hilarious. Exactly. I love that. Well, so the I other thing, that, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. And then I'll read no, I was going to say the other thing that I saw in there where people were like, well, you expect a 10 questionnaire to teach people how to do the criteria. And it's like, come on, don't, don't do that. Everyone who's doing yeah. this knows the criteria and they know that they're cheating and they're just hoping yep. not to get caught. So don't go back exactly. to the, the test is only 10 questions, but go ahead and finish. I'm going to share on stream right now or on screen. Um, what we were talking about earlier. Uh, here's if you're watching on YouTube right now, you can see it. But if you're watching, if you are listening to this audio, uh, we're going to share this image on our socials. But it's a clear image of all of the POIs stacked essentially right on top of each other. But take it away, Chris. Yeah, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Let me 
I took one of them because it was just like, well, if police aren't going to stop, you know, then why should Niantic and all those crap? And let me find what I said. They said, now I assume that in the same village, some people saw those things getting accepted and they started copying him. But that's not their mistake. It's yours. And he was talking to Niantic Aaron, I think it Mm -hmm. was. So I said, that's not how this works. The criteria is the criteria. It's responsibility of every single user in Wayfair to learn and know the criteria. If they're seeing something appear on the map, they don't feel meets the criteria. It's their responsibility to either clarify their understanding of the criteria or acknowledge that the POI should not have made it onto the map and either move on or if it's so egregious, report it and get Niantic to remove it, right? Because we know that Niantic doesn't like removing things that are and some things slip through, right? Right. I said at no point should any Wayfarer user look at something that should have not been accepted and think, well, if that got through, so can I, and start abusing the system to get Wayspots everywhere. <laughs> the whole I blame mean, Niantic for not catching the abuse narrative is odd to me. They let it happen. I was like, what? <laughs> they can't be everywhere all at once. Stuff slips through. Like it's, This is like blaming the police for not stopping every single crime before it happens. That's not how life works. Anybody who thinks, anybody who looks at people getting away with abuse shrugs their shoulders and goes, if you can't beat them, join them, deserves what they get. 100%. I don't think it could have been said any better. That's why I wanted you to read that. um, That's why I wanted you to read that, what you wrote on there. It's so good. Now, here's the deal. Niantic is patrolling a global game, right? This is not... We've, this is not a cartridge game or a CD game. This is a game that is a live service game. It, it's around the whole world. And this is why Wayspotters and Explorers need to be diligent about helping to report abuse because Niantic, there's no way they're going to know something's happening in the Netherlands if no one tells them. They can't patrol the entire planet. Yep. Chris, you and I, we've, we've, we've sent things to a contact at Niantic and said, hey, you may want to look at this mm-hmm. cluster in X place. And they looked at this cluster in X place and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll take care of it. But that's what it yep. takes. So the thing that I love about this, and you and I talked about this two days ago, is that Niantic said, OK, great. We're, we're looking into this. So, you know, I put I, I put in our notes, um, Niantic investigates, Niantic drops the band hammer, accounts get suspended and terminated, people get butthurt. And, mm-hmm. and, and the funny part about it is even the people that were reporting it are like, well, hold on now, hold on now. You didn't have to ban them or suspend them for 90 days. They just did this. So the thread, it almost reads like a movie. It kind of takes that whole arc, <laughs> you know, it's in, then it gets into like this dark villain arc. And then the person who's reporting it kind of turns into the abuser's like best friend. And it, it, yeah. it was just wild. I mean, it was just great. I actually went in the kitchen to pop some popcorn while I was reading it, because <laughs> it was really good. So, yeah. I mean, I, I I put in our notes, Chris, and we can share this on screen if we want to, what an account termination notice looks like, um, or we can just send that out on socials. But what a lot of people were upset about was they did Wayfair abuse, and Niantic banned their account, which banned their Pokemon Go account, it banned their Pikmin account, it banned their Ingress account, it banned their NBA account, RIP, And, um, you know, it banned everything. Any Niantic account was banned. So people were like, well, why didn't it just take away my Wayfair account? Why didn't, because it's a connected global game. So 
nothing's going to stop those people. They said from, they were going to do know, this. Yeah, they they did. They said they were going to do it, and they did it. So when Niantic follows through with what they said, right. you kind of got to accept it. You know, what's your overall yeah. thought of yeah. and that's the, the thing that right? Niantic took? I think I think it's good, right? Um, they they said that they were going to do this, right? Like they said, mm-hmm. don't like don't abuse because we've gotten a we bought a nice new shiny hair. It's really really big. It's really really heavy, and we're going to hit you with it. And when we hit you with it, it might not affect just your Wayfarer account. It might affect your Pogo account or your Ingress account or your Pikmin right. account or all of your accounts. And then they said they also said. Yes, we have this three strike policy, and this is hilarious because people were just like, "Well, why did you go straight to ninety days? Why? What happened to your three strike policy? Way to be consistent, Niantic, right? Teaser for later." Um, <laughs> and but they're just like, "Yeah, we also said that if your abuse is so egregious that we're gonna drop this hammer on you hard, right?" So, yep, it's like the police have nine one one for you to report crimes. Yes. Right? They have numbers. Niantic has a form to report abuse. Now, Chris, let me jump in real quick. Let me jump in real quick. So the three strikes policy, if you remember, and if you read correctly, the three strikes policy was originally for Pokemon Go for spoofers. It was for spoofers. They never said it was going to be for Wayfarer or for Ingress or for anything else. It was strictly for spoofers. You were going to get a seven-day warning. You were going to get a 30-day warning. You get a 90-day warning, and then you were done. Niantic has always reserved the right to move up the chain if they need to, and Wayfarer never said you were going to get a seven-day warning before. And if you're going to cheat the system at a fundamental level like this, I don't see why you should be allowed to vote or submit POIs. Correct. 100%. And that's the thing, right? If if they went straight to a 90-day ban for Wayfarer and Pogo, you did something wrong. Yeah. Right. And it's, and it's funny because the threat, the guy in the, the post, like, oh, I got regrets. I don't, I don't, maybe I shouldn't have done this. But like, if, if it caught up people that you thought were only abusing the system a little and he put in <laughs> nominating stuff, I can't remember exactly what the word is, but it says, yeah, you know, some of it may be abuse. I don't know. Maybe it's like a little bit. It's just a but, little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, no. So I, don't, I, I, I think regret is the, is the funny part about that because in the very beginning, that person, I don't know if it was he or her, whomever, was so upset about it, screenshots and yeah. all this. And then at the end, it was like, well, ee, you know, and it's like, <laughs> and it yeah. almost made me feel like maybe they knew a little bit more about it than they had planned on or I'm that sure some of their because they said, oh, well, people know me. I think some of the people that they were friends with did it and got caught up in the band wave. And they were like, yep. this person is not a cheater. This person was just doing what they saw. And it's like, like you said earlier, a cheater is a cheater. You know, it doesn't matter if you yep. were the, the person who was in charge of the bot or if you were just someone who's doing it. And it doesn't matter that your friend got caught up in it. It is what it is. Niantic did the correct thing. Yep. And here's the thing. Right. And this applies to in real life. I keep talking about laws and the police and stuff. But if if you're out there and you see a bunch of fire hydrants or a bunch of fire houses in the game and you go nominate a bunch more. And get all your friends to vote on them and put them in the the game. Right. It's 
they're not eligible, you're abusing the system. You may not know you're abusing the system, but you're abusing the system. And ignorance of the rules is not an excuse. You take exactly. the test. You, It's your yes. responsibility as a wayfinder to know the rules and not break them. And if you break them and you don't know you're breaking them, it's like walking up to somebody and punching them in the face and going, oh, I didn't know that was illegal. Guess what? You're still going to jail. <laughs> I didn't know that was assault. I, um, I don't need a driver's license. I'm traveling. That's but, right. Exactly. Well, Chris, right, that, that brings us into, we'll just kind of morph right into topic number two. Um, so that was kind of the factual basis with a little bit of editorializing on our side in there. But topic number two is probably the more important topic, to be completely honest with you. And I want to say, why is it so important for Niantic Wayfair to remain consistent in their handling of these episodes, let's call it? Mm -hmm. Explorers truly believe that they know better than Niantic. And it's like you said, it's a monkey see, monkey do world out there. Niantic needs to get control of their damn game and their damn game board, right? Mm -hmm. Clear and simple. Yep. I'm giving them a little grace because there's no way they can monitor the entire globe. There's just no way. There's no way. Now, can they set traps for people in certain areas? Sure. There, are they going to tell us about that? Of course not. Um, but they've got to find a way to have a better system, I'll say, of allowing people like you and I who reach out to them quite often and say, hey, you might want to check these coordinates. You might want to check those coordinates. And, 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 and crazy idea. If you report a cluster to Niantic that they find to be legitimate, throw somebody an upgrade, you know, but Niantic has yeah. got to get control of their game board. Anti-cheat is just too easy to cheat. It's whack-a-mole. So yeah. I want to get your thoughts, Chris, because my ideas are we've got to police ourselves. And I, I, I know that's not the best. I know that's not the best idea. Because there are people out there who are going to band together to cheat and they're going to create these fake accounts. And it's it's so easy. It is so easy to get a Pokemon Go account up to level 37, right? I could do it in a week. Easy. Mm -hmm. And if I've got a bot and if I've got a map, I could bot 20 accounts to level 37 in a week without really having to do anything at all. Um and then once you get to level 37, then you can start nominating and you can start voting. And it's the, the test is super easy. And the test lets you, you go every 15 minutes. If you get it wrong, um, they've got to find a way to police it. So I want to know what you think, what you think on that. Uh, hot take. I think that level 37 in Pogo is too, too low. Mm -hmm. Um, the, so let me ask you this. If if you were to grind Ingress, like hardcore, how long would it take you to get to level 10? Like I'm still not even there. And I've been oh, playing. Oh man, it, it it takes a while. Like <laughs> it's not easy at all. So why why is it that you have to grind all the way to level 10 in Ingress to be mm -hmm. able to submit way spots? But you can do it at level 37 in Pogo. Right. Yeah. I think I even think 40 is too low. Mm -hmm. Like that's a hot take. Um, that is a, that is a hot take. Cause 40 is kind of the standard bear for you kind of doing everything. But if, if you allow me to jump in and I know you're probably mm -hmm. starting the timer on me. I have an idea. <laughs> you're probably starting the timer <laughs> on me. I didn't ask for two minutes. I just said, can I jump in? 
Um, if you grind to level 10 in Ingress, you have a better concept and idea of waste spots than if you just get to level 37 in Poco. That's a hot take. Because to get to yes. level 10 in Ingress, you've got to do badges, you've got to do all these other things, and you kind of understand what's going on. But my daughter could start an account today and in two weeks be at level 37 and know nothing about the game board. So yeah. I agree with your hot take. Your hot take about 40 is too low. That's a hot take there because now you're talking about throwing off the entire ecosystem of the of the game. I'd like to hear a little yeah. more about that. I I have an idea. Okay. So put it to level 40, mm-hmm. right? But make it so that, hey, congratulations, you've reached level 40. You have earned the ability to do reviews. You cannot submit waste spots. Okay. You cannot do edits. You cannot do anything like that that will manipulate the game board. You are level forty. Now you have to go into the system and do five thousand reviews. Ooh. And after those five thousand reviews, your acceptance percentage needs to be at a certain level, sixty percent, we'd say. Okay. Then after after five thousand reviews and a sixty percent agreement sorry not acceptance agreement percentage that means that people agree with you more often than not niantic will review your account and your voting history because they can do that and then go in and give you the ability to submit waste spots probationarily where niantic will review (laughs) like your first 10 and then if your first 10 go through and they think, cool, you're good. Maybe five. We'll go five. Um, then you get released into the wild. Into right? general so population. Would, yeah. And that would that would call the bots. Because the bots are getting to level 37 and being like, look, there's fire hydrants everywhere. And now my home is a park and has 17 gyms. And I can, like, now I'm level 50 because I can just play for my couch. Like it, please tell me, please you tell me you're going to turn on. that into a short. Please tell me that's going to be a clip. Oh, 100%. <clears throat> because 100%. that right there, my friend, is a hot take. That's a steaming hot take. Like, I, I can't even get close to the mic. That take was so hot. <laughs> and I would, I, I, we need to post that clip, Chris, everywhere. We need to put that on the WDD. That needs to be on mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram. That That is a steaming hot take. And we need to also, I want to hear you pitch that to Niantic in New York. I like that. I'm going to. 100%. I, I, I think I think some people are going to say that might sound a little gatekeeper-ish, but if yep. we want a clean game board, I think that's the way to go, right? You know the old saying, this is why we can't have nice things? Yes. This is why we can't have nice things. We <laughs> need a way you. that's not over... In, like it's, And this isn't unrealistic. This is something that you should be at. You should be going in and doing reviews anyway. Right. Maybe 5,000 is too much. Maybe it's 1,000, right? But you need to be able to find a way other than the test because the test is great. But like you said, you could take it every 30 minutes and right. fail. 15, the cows 15 minutes. Or every 15 minutes. Every right? 15 minutes then, you can or, take the test. Like, or you can say, hey, hey, Billy, you've got 10,000 agreements. Come over here and take this test for me. Right. Right. Or oh, the test is online. It. It's on Reddit. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah. that. It's oh, yeah, on Reddit. Like, yeah. You, you can go and see answers. it's on Reddit. So you're not yeah. Like people aren't reading that they're just doing the test of cheating, right? So, and if you're going to cheat waiver, you're going to cheat the test. So we're not stopping the bots without, like, there's no way to stop the bots right now 
in the system. They're just gonna. You're right. Like you, if you ban 17 bots in a voting ring, they're just gonna create 17 new accounts tomorrow. Right. It literally, it literally takes a week with a bot to get an account up to 37, maybe even less yeah. if they put less, it in. I'm sure less. Yeah. It, so, but Chris, let me ask you this. I'm sure you know locals. I know locals who have said, hey, I got to level 37 or 38 or 40 or whatever, and I made a nomination and it got denied. And I'm like, what's your nomination? And I look at it and it's like something in their front yard. I think we also, and people are like, oh, I'm done with Wayfair. I nominated five things and they all got denied. And I look at them and I'm like, yeah, those are, those are cold. They suck. Like, (laughs) actually, can you send that to me so I can put it on my podcast for cold week? But, (laughs) but, but in reality, I think Niantic, us, whomever, I'm not putting the blame squarely on them, need to do a better job in education because the casual wayfinder, the casual pogo player, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn into somebody I hate right now. I'm gonna turn into a gatekeeper. The casual Ingers player knows. The casual Pogo player does not know. And I'll die on that hill yep. also. I agree. The casual yep. Pogo player doesn't understand why something is eligible or not eligible or why it has to be where it is, because nothing in Pokemon Go teaches you that. Ingress, in order to be successful at Ingress. You have to plan things out on the map. You've got to go to Intel. You've got to draw your lines on your phone or whatever to go plan mm-hmm. out where your triangles are going to be and your rhombuses and all of these other geometric terms that I don't know what they are. I just like to draw pretty pictures on the map. I digress. An Ingress player has to go out and talk to other people and say, hey, I'm going to throw this to there can you throw it from here to there and i'll throw it from here and we'll make a triangle and then i'll make these other triangles Mm -hmm. so an ingress player has an idea of what the map looks like they have an idea of where it's laid out even if they're using intel without the cells because you don't really need the cells in ingress but even if you do you know that there are things that are spaced out you know, several meters from each other, right? You have a basic understanding of the game board and you might say, hey, in order for me to do a bath over this area, I need a portal right here. So I need to go here and put a portal strategically in this place. Oh, and it will also show up in Pokemon Go. So that's double, but there's nothing in Pokemon that prepares you for that. I think Ingress prepares a Wayfinder for Wayfarer much better. So that's why I say the getting to level 10 I feel that you have a better idea of what you're going to be doing in Wayfair than just getting to level 37, even 40 in Pogo. Yep, 100%. Absolutely. And it's it's Ingress is much more of a, I need to plan my life out before I leave the house, whereas Pogo is, me Pokemon, go walk. Right. Now, there's it's, people on the... Yes, I'm going to get some hate for that, but yeah, it, it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> no, it is. But, but then again, Chris, so I will acknowledge this. There are people in the Wayfarer Discussion Discord and on the community forums that are like, forget the sales, forget planning. If you see a cool POI, take a picture and nominate it. I like to work smarter, not harder. I get that, yep. but I'm not going to go out and spend a day walking around nominating things that I'm never going to be able to play with. Like, that's just... That's like, fair. You know, I'm just... I'm a, I'm a min-max guy, like... I get it. That yep. statue's cool, but there's another statue six meters away from it that will prevent that statue from going in. That's, I look at it, a waste of my time to take a picture, to take another picture, to write a creative description, and in my area, wait six months for it to get approved, mm-hmm. and then I can't play yeah. it? No. 
maybe in your area where everything goes through in a week, sure, but I'm not going to wait six months for something I'm never going to be able to interact with. So yep. I am going to be uber strategic and uber careful when it comes to what I nominate and how I do it. And I'm going to look at the map and I'm going to look at the sales. And that's just how I roll. Yeah, I know 100%. I, I am kind of on the other end of that than you are. Um, that's mm-hmm. one of the things that we differ on. Um, but I, having said that, I will go through and if I'm going into an area, like the one little town that I'm going to do at some point this summer when I get up to my parents' place and when mm-hmm. I went to Midland, I did the planning and I looked at stuff that I could nominate and I try to find a way to put it in an empty cell. But I'm very much, if I can't find a way to put it into an empty cell, I'm going to try and make so that it shows it up in ingress. But if I can't, I'm still going to do it anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm very much a max max guy. <laughs> so I'll go nominate <laughs> everything. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's easy to, to kind of just go out there and nominate everything wherever. And I, uh, I, I wish and I there could. are. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish, I wish I didn't have nominations from November of 2022. Yeah. You know, no, hundred percent. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, it's and then and, you know we bag on on pogo players a lot, but there are some very intelligent, very strategic, very good pogo players that are amazing wayfarers, right? And they yeah, only absolutely. play pogo, right? And they're fantastic. But and when I you look I, at it; the majority of the pogo wayfarers are less informed than Ingress players. Yep, yeah. and I think that's fair. <clears throat> And if somebody disagrees and they want to come on and debate with us, we'll have you on as a guest, right? We'll have you on. Absolutely. We're all about discourse, but I think what Chris Absolutely. said is 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 accurate. And I think I've been doing this long enough that I can say that, and it's not just that's not a hot take. I've got data to back that up, and yeah. I look at a lot of things in the map in my area and a lot of the empty cells and. You know, like I said, I can back that up with data. But back to what I was saying before I kind of got off on my tangent, and I don't think the timer's still running. But <laughs> but Niantic has got to do a better job of getting a, of getting control of their game. Yes. Now, they might have control of their game and not tell us, but they've got to do a better job of telling us what they're doing. Like if I were to come to your neighborhood, there would be a street sign that would tell me the speed that I can go on any street in Ottawa or, you know, in your, in your town, any street, right? There's going to be a sign that's going to tell me that I can't cross the street here or that I should cross the street there. Or, you know, if I'm going into a building, I can't bring in a firearm. There's signs in life that tell you what your expectations are. And, one area that I think Niantic is lacking, and I don't remember if we talked about this last week when we had our show holding Niantic accountable, is Niantic does not do a good job of letting people know where the guardrails are, right? They don't, it, yes. it, it's very fuzzy. We need some hard guardrails that if you do Wayfair abuse and list out the four or five things that they consider Wayfair abuse, you're going to get banned. The first strike is going to be 30 days or the first strike is going to be 90 days, whatever it's going to be. They need to say that if we find a bot, we're going to nuke this bot halfway across the world, right? Don't do it. I I don't see the harm in that. Again, I'm not Niantic. I don't work in San Francisco, Seattle, or Los Angeles, Rip. Um, 
but I, I think that they, they need to do that because they have to draw a hard line to let people know what's going to happen or else it's going to be whack-a-mole all the time. They're going to mm-hmm. just hit this in Berlin yep. and hit this in Indonesia and then hit this in Amsterdam. And then whoever knows where the next one is going to be. People have a lot of free time on their hands and people will try to figure out how to, you know, best make their gameplay. And it's not, Chris, I honestly believe this. It's not like people are saying, I'm going to do this in my own neighborhood. I fully believe it's spoofers that are setting up areas where they can go and spoof. They're smart Mm -hmm. enough not to do it in their own neighborhood, but they're doing it in these places where they can then throw their bots and they can go. And then honestly, what they're doing is they're selling shinies on the internet. I see it all the time, right? We talked about it. There's people that are running these services that, hey, you want a shiny Articuno? I got you. It's going to cost you $8. Come meet me on eBay because they're setting up all these gyms and all these lines. And it's just getting out of hand. But Niantic, if you're listening, from blame Jamal, you got to find a way to get a hold of your game, and you got to come up mm-hmm. with some big statement to tell people if you cheat, here's what's going to happen. And then this goes back to Niantic Aaron. You got to post some examples. I know you're saying we don't comment directly on anything we did with this or that. You got to say user five four three two one in in Germany was banned for ninety days, and here's what they did. So don't do mm-hmm. it. They got to make an example out of people. Not like public hangings back in the 1800s, but right, right, yeah. I don't. They don't. I don't think they necessarily need to reveal names, but they need to say, "Hey, we got six six users got a 90 day, four users got a 30 day." Um, and I honestly think that if they're sending out these emails to these accounts, they need to say, "Here's what we caught you doing. Here's the way spots that we that we caught you abusing on." Give them the details. Like, give them. And give the community the details and say, listen, we right. removed 127 way spots that were abused by seven users. And here's they got a combined 400 days of a ban, right? Right, exactly. Now, I know yeah. that A. Ferrandis and a lot of other the ambassadors are working behind the scenes diligently. So this is not me yeah. just throwing stuff out without having a solution. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in the background that we don't know about, right? But mm-hmm. they got to make some of that public. I think they're taking giant steps. I think they're taking very giant steps in the right direction by banning pogo accounts and by banning, you know, wayfarers for 30, 60, 90, 120 yeah. permanently. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're taking steps in the right direction. But catching them and banning them is one thing. They need to get to the root of the problem. Mm-hmm. And for me, I firmly believe that's making it more difficult to be eligible to make waste spots in Pogo because no one's creating Ingress accounts to abuse the system. Correct. No one. <laughs> right. Zero people are doing that. I'm going to start Ingress and I'm going to grind to level 10. I'm going to get all these badges and all this AP so I yeah. can go do some abuse. It's just so much easier to friendship your way to 37 than it is to do that. Yeah. It's too easy. Yep. It is too easy. And I, I think that friendship and the way that pogo has evolved probably <clears throat> evolved to a point where it was easier to get to that level that the wayfarer team kind of expected mm-hmm. and now they're in this spot where they maybe feel like they don't want to bump it back to 40 and create all these extra you know speed bumps to get to but they have to and in my opinion they really have to what level okay let, let, let's 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 continue your hot take right 
what level do you think should be eligible? I, uh, is I it 40? Is it 42? Is it 44? What is it? Maybe 41. Because okay. 41 is the first one you, that you have to kind of go through hoops to get to. You have to actually do stuff. Right. Whereas 40, you can just friendship your way and you don't even have to catch a single Pokemon other than your starter. You catch one Pokemon and you can friendship that's, your that's way to true. That is very true. Right? You can friendship or and like, raid. You can friendship and raid with eggs all the way up to 40. Or this week when it's five times experience for spinning a new Pokestop, you could spoof yeah. your way with a couple of lucky oh, eggs yeah. to yeah. 40 in about an hour. Really, put you put yourself on Pier Thirty Seven or whatever it is, or Central Park or the Eiffel Tower, yeah. and just let your dude run around. Yep. So I just either that or just bump it back to forty and make the hoop put the hoops in the Wayfair system. Make people do reviews. Make people, you know, take a more thorough test. Make people right. get a thousand agreements. Do something. Something that makes them sit in front of their computer and actually think about what's a good way spot. Right. Rather than, congratulations, I have 40 best friends. Now I can go do whatever the hell I want, right? It, they're not, there's no correlation there. Like, you're yeah, right. With no, Ingress, no, you, like have to, you have to understand the map. Yes, to, you do. To you got to understand the map. And to get to level 10. You've got to understand Pogo, the map. It's, yeah, I got nothing, right? So... Yeah, no, you're 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 not wrong. I like it. I think we uh, I think we went real. I think we went real hard on that. I think we probably sound like gatekeepers to people that we always say don't be a gatekeeper to, but we're giving out suggestions. Um, something has got to change because every month there's yeah. going to be a new area on the planet where somebody is running bots and everyone's going to get mad. And at the end of the day it really is taking away time from Niantic who could be working on new products or who could be working on other things while they're trying to fix this abuse. And I know they probably have an abuse yeah. team that, you know, they're not like not working on a new feature because they're working on abuse. But if there were more teeth in a, in a policy, then maybe that abuse team wouldn't have to work as hard as possible. Yep. Does that make sense? I completely agree. Yep. Cool. All right, so before we go to break, let's read our funny news story of the day. I got to find some music or something to go along with this or some type of some funky intro. I'll work on that before mm. I have my next show. But Explorers, Wayfinders, this week's funny news story comes to us from Iowa. And we've got friends in Iowa. We've got Waxham, we've got Mythical Hitch, we've got Stephanie, and the whole Iowa Wayfarer group. Shout out to those guys. Uh, we're we're looking at you this week. Um, we lo we love our Iowa people, and we'll see them in New York. Yeah. Um, but this week's uh, comes to us from Colfax, Iowa, and the title reads: "Iowa man collects seventy thousand pencils, and it's being evaluated as a possible world record." All right. Now I'm going to credit this story to the AP, and I didn't get the exact writer of the story, but it's very important that we credit. So credit to the Associated Press for this story. An Iowa man may be well on his way to an official world record for pencils. Aaron Bartholomew of Colfax has been collecting wooden advertising pencils since he was a child. 
Now he claims he owns more than 70,000. That's substantially more than a Guinness than the Guinness Book of World Records largest pencil collection of 24,000 held by Emilio Arenas from Uruguay since 2020. Wow. Bartholomew told KCCI TV that his most treasured pencils are those from his hometown, noting that in many instances the pencils are the only place where there is a record of that business uh, are the only place where there is any record of that business still. And to think it's just a neat way to preserve history. So last weekend, two counters from the American pencil collector society, hard stop, hard stop. I'm going to read that again. Hold on. I'm going to read that again. Last weekend, two counters from the American pencil collector society, we're at the Colfax Historical Society to count Bartholomew's pencils. Now he's waiting to hear if the count is approved by Guinness, which he estimates the review process could take up to three months. Is that equivalent uh, to watching paint dry, Chris? Uh, it might be. I I love pencils. I'm going to put that out there right now. I If you give me a pen and a pencil, I will use a pencil 100% of the time. Right, right, right. I'm a big fan of pencils. I have a, a small pencil collection, um, but seventy thousand is crazy. It is it's, crazy. It's, uh, it's. I don't even know how to quantify that. I'm just stuck on the fact that there's an actual American Pencil Collector Society. Um, I'm yeah. going to need to Google that and do some research on that and find out like where where, where that comes from because. Goodness gracious! Is there a society for everything? Like I, I, I think there might be. Who, who, who pays that? How do you, how do you get funding for that? <laughs> yeah, don't, right. Donations, like, I suppose. If, if, if I go apply for it, what's the salary to be part of the American Pencils Collector Society? Anyhow, Chris. Uh, anyhow, Ninja pencils. <laughs> let me let me tell you a, a, a pencil story, real quick. Okay, let's so, hear it. When I worked for one of the warehouses for one of the grocery chains that's up here. Um, I would always go to meetings and I would take my notes in with pencil, right? Because I hate, mm-hmm. I hate pens, right? And we had a freezer in that warehouse. And every time you went into the freezer, you couldn't use a pen because it would freeze. Right. So I would always use my pencil. So yeah. I just use pencils. So I'm in a meeting with a couple of directors, um, one of the, the vice president of operations or something like that. Um, and like all the managers from the warehouse, right? So, they're doing a presentation and I'm sitting there with my notes and I'm taking notes and my pencil was like as short as it could be like the short pencil that you can't even get into a pencil sharpener anymore. That's how <laughs> right. short it was. It was it's like, like the little maybe, stubby like, stubby. Yeah. yeah okay. It was like this big, like tiny. Right. Yeah. So, and then I'm writing my notes and all of a sudden a pencil just goes flying across the table and I kind of look up and the vice president is looking at me and goes, I can't watch you write with that pencil anymore. <laughs> It's driving me nuts. Because can you not afford pencils? Do we not even have any pencils in this warehouse? Like, we pay you guys. And I'm just like, no, I just... And the other managers are laughing because they know how I am with my pencils, right? I just right. wear them to the nub. And right. I had a drawer, about four or five of them, just little nubs of pencils in my drawer at work. So I was like, no. And then the, the GM of the warehouse is just like, no, that's just how he is with pencils. It's weird. We've all just kind of accepted it. So awesome. every time that that vice president came to visit the warehouse, he would bring me a pencil from somewhere. <laughs> like just a random hey, you, pencil. Like, you, you might end up with 70,000 pencils someday. 
I think if I still worked there, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a little cool. And then when he finally retired, he came and bought me like four or five pencils. He's like, hey, this should that's get you awesome. through until you retire. That like, yeah, is awesome. I love it. Yeah. All right. You ready to go to break? I am ready to go to break. All right. Let's go to break. I'm going to uh, go and see. I don't know if I have a pencil here. Maybe on break, I'll go and find a pencil. And uh, Oh, maybe we should get some Wastewater's pencils made. Yes. I would love a Wastewater's pencil. We should do some Wastewater's pencils. All right. Anyhow, let's go ahead and start the music. Let's go to break, and we will see you on the other side. Hi, this is Wonksum from Iowa, and you are listening to Wastewater's. Good morning. This is Agent X doing my favorite thing that I like to do on a Sunday morning, and that's listen to the Wastewater's podcast while out exploring the world and finding new points of interest. Ugh, get some better jokes already. It's season two. My neighbor gave me a new roof for free. He said it was on the house. What has a spine but no bones? A book. Why did the tourists feel disappointed upon seeing the Liberty Bell? I guess it wasn't all it was cracked up to be. How did the Vikings communicate with one another? You got it by Norse code. What do you call two monkeys that share an Amazon account? Primates. Why did the man put his money in the freezer? Because he wanted cold, hard cash. How did Benjamin Franklin feel when he discovered electricity he was shocked. All right, everybody, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the dad jokes. And we are going to go into uh, the back half of the show. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to bring up the waste spot of the week. And uh, I'm going to take this one. This one is such a cool waste spot of the week, Chris. I saw this and I'm like, ooh, I like it. So this waste spot of the week comes to us from Lizzie B. Darcy in the Georgia Wayfair Discord. Uh, Again, this is Sea Princess's Discord. Sea Princess, we're giving your people a lot of airtime. We need to get you back on Wayspotters. But this particular um, uh, Wayspot here is a mural. It's a Salvador Dali mural, which means it's going to be weird from the jump. Anything Salvador Dali is going to be weird. But it's a picture of Salvador Dali, and it's um, lots of colors. I don't even know if I can adequate adequately describe this but um this person took it when they were in israel in tel aviv and it was accepted at the end of june and the description reads beautiful mural entitled the mouse a famous uh of the famous artist salvador dali by edgar Raphael at the end of a hallway in the upper floor of the central bus station so if you guys are familiar with salvador dali um it's typically what you would expect for him. It's very abstract. There's lots of colors. Uh, There's the face in the middle with the mustache and the eyes just jump out at you. But this is something that if I saw it, I'd definitely nominate it. So I like this one. Your thoughts on this one, Chris? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's very colorful, striking, very, you can't walk past this without stopping to look at it. It's amazing. Right. Yep. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play the jingle. I think everybody knows what jingle I'm talking about. 
I've been working on the Wayfair all the live long day. I've been working on the Wayfair just to pass the... Uh-oh. Oh, no. Hey, Jamal. I found some coal. We did indeed find some coal. Chris, I'm going to just turn this over to you. Oh, all right. So pull it up. All right, this call comes to us from friend of the show, Mouse558855, via email. And it is from Germany. So the, the nomination of itself is, it looks like a carving of an angel on the side of a building. Eligible, mm-hmm. in and of itself. Um, in and of however, yes, in and of itself. The description, not so much. It is apparently, and I don't speak German, but it is full of typos and misspelt words. And it is one of those things that was nominated not where it actually is. It was nominated quite a ways away from where it actually is. And the supporting photo is some dude with a bird. Is that a live animal? It's a live animal. It's it. Now, it's live animals are okay in the supplemental photos, but it's still a live animal. So it hit all the criteria that I like. It's in German. You got to read German, and there's a live animal. But <laughs> anyhow, like I said, this people have figured out. People have figured out how to get on the show. Yeah, this is a very you choice. Um, I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah. So the the picture is an angel on the side of a church. The wings are car- carved into the into the building. Um, it's. It's a typical angel statue on the side of a building. The description, the title is cut off. So the description is, and I am probably going to butcher some of this because it's typoed. So this is not my fault. I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Um, <laughs> Herr ist ein Bugnungstate für alle Zugangig. Why an Museum zum Thema... Craig O'Suffer aus to Weltkrieg Touristen Genden Tag on Einden. Es waren taglich Gruppen vor mit Bussen und hab schonen mit dem ein oder anderen Pokémon. Freudschaft geschossen. So, first of all, it, it says Pokémon in there, right. so... <clears throat> Uh, no. Uh, and it translates to... Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, they say it's a little hard to translate since the German is garbled. So, monument to war victims. Here is a meeting place open to everyone, like a museum about war victims from the Second World War. Tourists every day without end. Groups come daily by bus, and I have already become Pokemon friends with one or two. So, Yeah. That yeah. is, you cannot mention Pokemon or any other game in your supporting or your description. So, sorry about your luck. That is coal. That is coal certified coal. All right. Um, I like it when you speak German, Chris. That's awesome. And thank you to Mouse, a.k.a. Courtney. Um, 
they asked they they asked us if didn't know if they wanted us to feature it on the show since it had to do with an abusive nomination that was moving mm-hmm. from one place to another, but it fit the theme of what we were talking about it today. So theme. I thought it I thought it was perfect. We were talking about things that got moved from one place to another. So thank you, Mouse, aka Courtney. We really appreciate you. So let's go to cold number two, Chris. Let's bring that up. <clears throat> so cold number two. Hold on one second. There we go. Cold number two. All right. So I found this cold while I was reviewing. This comes from the the great uh, the the great state of North Carolina, and uh, this one is it's it's so cold tastic. So let me just kind of explain to you what you're seeing here. If you're listening to the audio, it's a picture of the corner of a mobile home, so a trailer, and there is a flag that is in the ground next to the corner of the mobile home, and it's a Baltimore Ravens flag. And uh, the, the title is Ravens football flag. And the description is fan favorite Baltimore Ravens flag. Now, this is right at the side of someone's home. And it's a removable flag. And it's the Baltimore Ravens. And who likes the Ravens anyway? Get to that later. Now, the description <laughs> on this is I have... No other Pokestops near my house or gyms decided I needed to make my own. Uh, sir or madam? Nah, dog. That's not how it works. Um, we we need a jingle. We need a little jingle that says, sing it with me now. That's not how Wayfair works. That's not how Wayfair works. But this goes back to my point I made earlier, Chris, that the average Wayfinder probably doesn't know that this is not eligible. They might not know, right? right? If I give them yeah. the benefit of the doubt, there's like, there's nothing here. They don't know. I can almost yeah. guarantee you this is not an English person. Anyways, this is cool. But my little jab at, at Baltimore Ravens fans, I'm a Panthers fan. I live in Carolina. I hate every team that's not my team. So, <laughs> Ravens. Um, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's PRP. Yep. It's a bad photo. It's a bad description. The, temporary. The, the, supple, the supplemental yes, yeah, temporary the supplemental photo is just a picture of the same thing at night and you can't see it it's just bad it's just cool it's all the terrible. way around oh yeah <laughs> this is like negative one stars exactly all right chris we talked about a whole lot of stuff today we got a little bit deep into some things and um hopefully all of you explorers and wayfinders and way spotters out there um really enjoyed uh what you heard and we're going to get you guys back out to your Sunday. So um, as we always say, we can't have an episode of Waste Spotters without shouting out our executive producer, Kate the Cons, you rock, as well as all of the patrons on the Pokemon Professor Network. We love all of you guys. We love how active you are in the Discord. And we, you know, just want you guys to keep sending us stuff in. We get most of our stuff from our patrons and we appreciate you. So if you enjoyed listening to this episode of Waste Spotters, there's a couple of different ways that you can show us. So first, you can follow us on all of our socials, right? So our main social is going to be Twitter. We are at Wastebotters. Wait, X? Do I need to start to say follow us on X? I'm going to keep calling it Twitter. I'm all sorry. Right. I can't. If, his, if his mama call him Twitter, I'm going to call him Twitter. Okay. All right. That Okay. Never mind. All right. So follow us on Twitter at Wastebotters. <laughs> you can also follow us on our Instagram at Wastebotters Podcast. And as you guys know, because you blow our stuff up, we have a TikTok. It's at I Make Waste Spots. Um, we're incredibly responsive. We love interacting with our viewers and our listeners. And 
we've got several videos now that are over 2,000, 2,500 views. Uh, we really appreciate you. So check them out and thank you guys for doing so. So secondly, what you can do is you can uh, send us an email. You can, or you can go to our website, I should say, wastebotters.com. From there, you can get the links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly through the website, or you can email us like Mouse did at wastebotters.com or at wastebotters at pokemonprofessor.com. Now, some of you may be watching this on YouTube, and we appreciate you for doing that. If you're not watching us on YouTube and you're listening on audio, you can go to youtube.com slash at wastebotters podcast. You can see our beautiful faces or our not so beautiful faces and what we have going on. And you can also see that we have our t-shirts on today. Show them your t-shirt, Chris. There it is. And there's a link to our description. If you want to go and buy some waste spotters merch, we would really appreciate it. And then um, anybody wearing a waste spotters t-shirt or any waste spotters merch in, in New York, I will autograph it for you. If you want to, Ooh, that sounded pretentious. Ooh, I like Ooh. the way that sounded. Yeah. No, that sounds good. I'm going to bring a Sharpie with me. Yeah, I'm going to bring a Sharpie. So if you buy Wastebotters merch, we'll autograph it, or we'll autograph a piece of paper for you. Since we're not notable trainers yet, we're just kind of plebs, but we'll, we'll give you an autograph. So um, <laughs> so third, third, if you are um, an American listener or you want to dial an American phone number, you can call us on our hotline, 704-426-3710. You never know. You may end up on the show, or you may call my cell phone, and I just might answer it. I'm trying not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just tweet us a voice message. And finally, if you are not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join for as little as $1 US, $1.34 Canadian, $1.50 Australian. I don't remember what the pounds is, but all you need to do is go to www.patreon.com backslash Pokemon Professor and you can join for as little as the amounts I said. So that's going to give you access to the Discord for the entire family of shows across the Pokemon Professor Network, including Wastebotters, Special Conditions, Gotta Watch Them All, Purified Podcasts, and Lured Up. It's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people. So before we get you guys out, back out to your Sunday, do me a favor. Wherever you are listening to this show right now, Go in and give us a review. Remember, five stars are the best stars, and it really helps out the show. It helps us get the algorithm to kick in so more people see it, and we really appreciate it. So with that, we look forward to you watching and listening to us again next week. Thank you for uh, tuning in to Wastebotters, and remember that there's only one way to stop a forest fire, and that's pause my mixtape. 